go do 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 you'll be a woman soon i love you so much i can't count all the ways i've died for you girl and that's all i can say he's not your kind they never get tired of putting me down and i never know when i come around what i'm gonna find don't let them make up your mind don't you know, girl? Do 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 do. You'll be a woman soon. Please come take my hand, girl. Do 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 do. You'll be a woman soon. And then it goes, soon you'll need a man. That's it. Urge Overkill, 1994, and it was a song from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember that scene? No. The scene just before, is it Maya or Maya? The chick that uh, Marcellus Wallace is going out with, she ODs. Yes. Just before that point, they actually, she puts the tape recorder on. Yes. And she's yes. listening to that song and yep. she's dancing around and then she sees Vincent's pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, of, find, she of, finds his special treats. Yeah, yep. that the guy says is... Uh, not a madman. Uh, what was it? You know, remember when he sees the junkie and the girlfriend that ODs and he puts the adrenaline yes, in Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So before all of that, they go. he goes to Marcellus Wallace's girlfriend's house. I think it's Mia is the name. Mm. It's been a long time since I've mm. seen Pulp Fiction. And she's he's given uh, Vincent the job to take her out for the night because he's gone away. Yeah. And he goes to the house. He takes his jacket off and she finds... Yeah, the I dope, remember, uh, yep, or yep. The whatever it is. I think, it's, and she thinks it's it's heroin. I think, yeah, yeah it's, it's heroin, heroin. But I think she, she thinks thi- it's cocaine. Yeah, so she, she thinks it's coke. Yeah. yeah, and she snorts it and she ODs. But just before she does that, she goes, "Make yourself a drink, and I'll be back in in a shake of a lamb's tail." Right, and then she flicks the tape record, a really cool tape machine on. Yeah, and it plays that song, "Urge Overkill." Ah, yeah. yeah. No, Do you see the it. link? And yeah. that was on the official soundtrack as well. Because mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction came out with a really cool soundtrack. Yeah. Because yep. it was actually like a really good soundtrack for a movie. Mm. And I remember you could buy, back on back in the day, mm. you could buy it on CD and cassette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Mm. So I uh, I played that uh, soundtrack to the children not too long ago. And there's one little snippet where it's, I'll kill every motherfucking last one of you. I love you, honey bunny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the start, he goes, I love you, honey, buddy. Uh, and then right at the end where he goes... Um, it's not a motorcycle. Because oh, I love that movie so much. Yeah. When it comes back to the full circle of when they're sitting down in the cafe again. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a chair accident. I don't know what happened, but my chair just went... Whoop. The rod that goes through to stop it from swinging backwards has popped out. Oh, I oh, see. It's the, this okay. fucking budget now. Feel right. free to this bring is why we're going to make yeah, this a short yeah, yeah. podcast. Get, 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 yourself, like get yourself comfortable and move the mic forward. That's right. Yeah, it'll there be the we go. So, so right at the end, yeah. right, where um, Vincent and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Jules, yeah. mm-hmm. known as Jules in the movie, they go back to the cafe, and it's at the start, really, of the movie, yeah. where uh, the guy, Tim Roth... His character, can't remember the name actually, but it's so long since I've seen it. And the chick stand up and they go, Every one of you last motherfuckers, or whatever it is. And yes. then it's like a scene in the cafe. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then Jules goes, you know, Where's my bad motherfucker? Yes, where's my bad motherfucker? The wallet? 
Yeah. Yeah. But that movie. That's, that's where he's, he's on a, he goes, he's on a self improvement plan. That's right. I'm a, he goes, Ordinarily, oh. I would have popped a cap in. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know the, do you know the Bible? Uh, There's a passage I used to memorize before I smoked the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the path of the righteous man yes. is beset on all sides of the something of the tyranny of equal man or evil man. You know, I know a, mate, a friend of mine used to quote that word for word. He knew it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen it. But yeah, that, that passage where he goes, you know, um, uh, he says, I used to smoke a motherfucker before. I yeah. You know, after I said that, and it meant your ass. Yeah, it meant your ass. <laughs> Let me introduce this bullshit. This is invert the Y. Captain's date. Captain's log. Stardate log. Episode number twelve point one point five point nine. I'm joined again by Jason. Relaxation, and she's come back because she's awesome, sassy Sahini. Hello. Because we got unfinished. She's, she's a regular now. She's just yeah, part of the exactly. furniture. Because yeah, we've got unfinished business. We do. We keep the list keeps getting fucking longer. I know. And longer. I know, but we've got a list longer. now. We've got to, We've got to stick to it. Which one do we have to it's talk about? It's the sharing about? of grievances. This one. This one. Oh. This one. This it one. is a sharing of grievances. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. We're Festivus for the, yeah. for the rest of us. Yeah. I almost sung another song, actually, mm. but mm. I knew you wouldn't know it. But okay. I reckon it's fucking cool, so I'm going to sing it anyway. Oh, God. It, God no, because it's pertinent to this, you fuck. This is a, this is a very <laughs> an emotional... An this will po- be an emotional podcast. I'm going to yeah. probably cry in this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to be fucking up front with you. Because this podcast is about cats. It's about top. That's the topic of the show. It's about pets. Specifically cat. Okay, I'm going to fucking tear up. But this is a, this is a fucking cool song, right? That I was going to go with, but I couldn't remember. Is it the, is it the top cat theme track? Hey, no. Dee Dee. No. This is cool. <laughs> I can't sing it properly. But this was from Porno from Pyros right back in the day. From 1998. The band, Porno from Pyros. No, don't Le- know. Lead singer uh, Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction made his own band up when they broke up. Yeah. Mm. And they were called Porno for Pyros. This is this, this was cool. a band where he was allowed to do as much cocaine oh, as he was. Mate, oh, mate. This right. is yeah. drug. Fucking listen to this shit. This is drug fuel. It goes, children are innocent. Teenagers are fucked up in the head. And elderlies are like children. Will there be another race to come along and take over us? Maybe Martians could do better than we've done. And it goes like this. <laughs> we'll make great pets. We'll make great pets. We'll make great pets. we make great pets. And then it goes like this. My friend says we're like the dinosaurs, only we're doing ourselves in much faster than they ever did. For those of you that cannot we'll see, make great pets. Sahini's we'll make face great is pets. completely just just we a state make of great shock. Pets. Yeah, okay. All right. There's a reason why Dave Navarro wasn't a part of that musical ensemble. Uh, no, he left by then, and they formed their own. <laughs> they formed their own. He didn't want to put his name at Mate, I'll tell song. you now. They, check that. It's on Google. Check. Mm. I'm not Google. Uh, Spotify. Porno for Pyros. Fucking awesome. That was from 1998. Pets. They That's never cool. did right. like art because I know Jane's Addiction did one last tour where they hated each other. Yeah. Um, 2010 that was. I haven't that was heard fuck all from any of them after that. No, I think they've gone back into their little uh, watering holes of drug fuel. Drug fuel well, usually, no, usually Dave Navarro puts his face on anything he can get his you know airtime on. No, he's been doing that shit. Uh, what is it? That uh, He's always on TV. Yeah, like that judge that judge show where they're looking for a new rock star for other... Oh, no, no, no. He yes. also did the tattoo one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. it. Uh, what was it called? Uh, oh, uh, inked. 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 Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah, he's a judge on that. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes um, people to get their 
tattoos yeah. mm. and they come on the show and yeah. they judge not just him there's actual tattoo artists yeah. he's the host of the show sorry mm. and they and then they take people that have got major tats on them yeah. and then they get judged by proper tattoo mm-hmm. artists ah, and he, about but, how good they yeah, are and yeah and mate Dave Navarro is fucking covered in tats yeah yeah because right? yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. he's a bad motherfucker yeah right and that's that's what I think that's all he's doing. I don't think he's been. He in does that in Hollywood parties where things go very very south. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. All right, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. What was on that list again? <laughs> that's right. Speaking of Hollywood, I'll start off with this one. Okay. Last time you were here, or one of the times that you were here, you yeah. asked me, "Yeah, I'm going to have a major fucking problem with you if yeah. you see Black Panther and you don't like it." Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I'm holding on. Okay. I'm so really scared. Do you want my opinion of Black Panther or what? Okay. Sure. Go hit me. I actually like it. Yes. Dun, dun, yes. Dun. Yes. I freaking love yeah. Black Panther. Black okay, Panther that, is my favourite Marvel film. But I'm going to put some little caveats out there. Okay, go on. Right, that go I, on. Was, I, I can well, handle it now that I know that you generally like it's it. It's not that I... Um, these are bad things. It's just that I was disappointed that they happened. Mm. It was Andy Serkis in that, wasn't it? He played the yes. South African bounty hunter. Yeah. I was really disappointed they finished him off as early as, as early, they did. Yeah, I thought he would play a much yeah, bigger part. He was so cool in that. He was. You he know, really I was. He was going, that, that scene at the end where he's like, oh, Cubby, you know, if you don't tell anyone, I'll let you go. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was awesome, man. He just, it was amazing. He, I just don't want him to go around going, now is a good time for a bit of a bri, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got the accent uh, real good. I've got, I've got the Black Panther. <laughs> I shot him in the head. Like elephant. <laughs> There's something that I'd love so to say that now, I'd probably... What, uh, was it lethal I, weapon? Well, it? don't go down to be a smart, smart cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, You're not supposed I, to say I, that. I, I've, been, you know, I've been to South Africa. Yeah. Right, and it's right. an awesome place and yep. I'll never forget it. Mm. Me and a certain Englishman with a Cockney accent, we travelled around there when the World Cup was on the, the football right, World Cup. Right, with 2010. the freaking The Vivis. I've got one at home. Oh, God, I, never I've, let, I've it, let Viv- it see the light of day. Yeah, I've got a... I've actually He's got, got it on the wall. I've got it on the wall hanging up. A For use in emergency I want to see this this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, when you drop me back yeah, home, yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. I, I actually got it, and it's got South Africa on the Yeah, it's the got the South Africa nice. flag. I got it from one of the games. Yeah. And... um. It's an interesting place, South Africa. I mean, I'm going to butcher the accent really badly, but... Oh, no, you did remember, that one pretty well. I remember when we went there, we stayed... I can't remember the exact place. I don't know if it was Durban. Yeah. But one of the places we stayed in was a bread and a bed and breakfast place. Mm. And we got to know the owners. They were a husband and wife team. Yeah. And um, we didn't speak much to the husband. His name was Paul. Yeah. But the, the wife's name was Natalie. Yeah. And she was so chatty, right? Yeah. And one day after a day or two of staying there, we built up the courage and we said to her, look, what was the deal with apartheid? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And uh, she said, well, it was, it was like this. One day I went out there and I said to Paul, Paul, what is all this happening here? We used to leave the car open and we used to leave the key in the car. And then one day the car got stolen. I don't know what was happening with her. But the next day I looked across the road and the neighbours were putting up a big fence. And I said to Paul, Paul, you need to put up a fence too because they're putting up a fence. Something silly is going on here. Right? Okay. <laughs> this right. is no bullshit. It's what she up. said. It's okay. what she said, right? right? And then she said, and then she said, um, then I looked across the road a couple of weeks later. I said to Paul, Paul, they've put barbed wire fence on this now. What is happening here? There's something strange here. And I said to Paul, you need to put 
barbed wire fence on your house too. Because I spoke to the neighbors and they told me that people are breaking in. There's all sorts of silly business here. Right? And then I said to her, well, we couldn't work out, me and my mate. Yeah. Shout out to the drunken monkey. You couldn't work out why there were no footpaths there. Yeah. Right? Like what we have. And she says, well, nobody walks here. Nobody walks down the street here, especially at night. Yeah. There's a lot of silliness here. And I've quite often, I know it's wrong. But I will send the help to go and get my groceries from the shopping mall because I can't put up with it here. And I went, oh, fuck, this is another world, man. Like, they've got a really, it's an awesome place, but there's some strange, like, it's a bit weird in a lot of ways too. But basically what she was saying was they kept building higher and higher fences because when you go there, Mm. most places here in in Australia, they've got, like, fences that are, like, knee high. Yeah. Right? Mainly to keep your dog in. Like, that's about it. Mainly yeah. to keep your dog in, and yeah. there's a definition as the boundary between you and the council strip, yeah. right? I think yeah. the maximum is like which, 1.8 metres. Yeah, yeah, which is where the footpath is. Over yeah. there, mate, they're fucking six foot high with barbed wire fences. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's insane, mm. right? It's everywhere. Mm. They've all got barbed wire fences, and they've all got cameras. And I said to her, what was that? You know, what was going, What was it all about? She goes, it was a lot of silliness there. You know, lot of silliness there. But if you didn't have a big wall like this one, and you didn't put the camera out like this one, you were going to have money trouble, many trouble. And then I said to her, "Well, did that affect having a bit of a braai, which is like a barbecue?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We always have a braai here. You obviously know the terminology. You're a smart one, aren't you? You're a little smarty. <laughs> she used to say, "You're the little smarty, funny one, aren't you? Little smarty one, aren't you?" And I used to say, "Yeah, sure, whatever." But her husband, Paul, he was a nice bloke. But on the last day we were leaving, he told us he was the biggest Smiths fan in the world. And we were like, oh, fuck, why'd you tell us this? He says, are you leaving tonight? Are you going today? I said, yeah, we're going. He goes, oh, you have to stay. We want to, I've got Smiths records in the back. We have to listen to Smiths records. I will have a bit of a pride and have a bit of a fun time listening to, listening to the Smiths. I'm like, oh, and no one's ever said, uh, okay, so yeah. no one has ever said, like, let's have a fun time listening to he, the Smiths. Yeah, this guy was shattered that he found out that me and the drunken monkey were big Smiths fans <laughs> and he and he had no one to talk to. Yeah. And his wife, Natalie, rolls her eyes and goes, I don't like that type of music. I don't, he's very down. Yeah, it's very down. <laughs> and she, she says, and, no, she, and she goes, hmm? and when you live here with these big big brick walls and all this sort of silliness here i don't want those sort of down type of music but paul he always plays it and he plays it so loud and i say paul paul you need to please turn the the volume down i can't take I love it that anymore she has to like establish every single angle of the conversation mm-hmm. in her own conversation <laughs> oh she's a cracker she was really cool but she was very chatty because yeah. she said i think i could be wrong but she might have said she'd been to perth and oh, she, huge been, South African been, population in been, Perth. Yeah, yeah. She'd huge. been to Australia. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what my theory on that is? What? It's about it's uh, nine hours. It's yeah. closest. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about nine hours. It's about nine and hours. the weather's pretty similar. Yeah. You know what? It's nine hours and they go, fuck it. Can't be bothered going another six to Sydney. Yeah, God, screw that. They no. just go, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Let, let's <laughs> be honest. Who, <laughs> would, who would? Who would? <laughs> who would? Yeah. No, I mean, going back to um, Black Panther, I absolutely loved the cinematography. I loved the mm-hmm. music. Yeah, it looked very music pretty. The music was so good. It was very pretty. Was pretty. Yeah. And I just, I love the acting in it as well. Yeah. They just did a really good yeah. job. I thought it was solid. Like, I yeah. won't say it was the best um, MCU movie or Marvel movie that, that I've seen. Mm. But I what do. What is your favourite? Because that's mine. Black Panther is hands down I, my favourite. Okay, man, I'm going to get shot to pieces, but I think the original Iron Man. I'm going to go all mm, the yep. way back to yep. where it started. Yep. Maybe because it was new and it was fresh, and I mm. think Tony Stark, um, Tony Stark, 
Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark was so. Isn't good. that evident of how cut well he is one of the same? Yeah. Well, mm. you know what? He's not acting. He's he's he. It's that, him. It's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He's Billion not. Probably actually, I was going to say it's actually his car that he drives around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking him. <laughs> but I will go back as far as that because it was probably the very first major mm. yep. Marvel. I know there's ones before that, but uh, it was the first I think time that Marvel or now Disney yep. said. This is our roadmap, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. go. It's they're now entering what phase four. Mm. This is as far we're going to go all the way through the twenty tens, and we've got in, our dreams of going into the twenty twenties, and everybody's going to have their own movie to establish that character, and then it's going to cultivate into the Avengers, yeah. Right, and that would have been pretty mind blowing, mm. right? Because I don't know a lot about comics, but mm. I know that enough to know that the comics did have. The, the the war between the Avengers yep. yeah, where yeah. They, there was a disagreement between Tony Stark and the other Avengers. Captain yep. America. And yeah. Captain America and, and Tony Stark had a fundamental disagreement on where yep. they should go. Yep. I remember that because... Yep. Um, uh, I did like that third um, Captain America. Was it the second or the third? The Winter Soldier was great. The Winter Soldier mm. was a yeah. really good one. The Winter Soldier was a really cool movie. Yeah. Um, at first I... I don't know why I don't. I didn't see it originally when it first came out. I actually saw it on a plane flight. Yeah, and I actually I, didn't see it when it came out either. No. For some reason, I I didn't. It, it got, didn't did, pull me in. No. But then when I watched it years later, I was like, "Geez, I missed out on the and, bandwagon." And shout out mm. to Chris Evans because I think he did a fucking he great job a as a Captain job. America. He was he so did a good. Great job. And this is the thing: they cast very well. Yeah, those characters like um, Tony Stark. For Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, Chris Evans made a great Captain America. Yeah, and we talked about it up there. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, as Widow, who's going to get her own movie? Yeah, she should. She's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know why it's taken so long because yeah. she's she's been so um, she's been rock solid in every Marvel movie she's mm-hmm. appeared in. Mm-hmm. Why it's taken this long for her, her to get her own movie? I don't know. Yeah. More maybe maybe because she didn't play such a, 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 a massive, massive part. Role. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So now that everyone knows who but, she but is, the, she'll the, get her own. My idea was, or what the understanding I had was, was that before the Avengers was made, every major character would have their own standalone movie exactly. to establish themselves. But yeah. I think it wasn't probably wasn't in the game plan because I don't think they realised what uh, how big a hit Black Widow would be. No, she's become big. Yeah, the, I think she was. She was probably. I don't know. I'm 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 completely speculating here, but I feel like when it started off with Tony Stark and mm. everything else, I think Black Widow was just supposed to be a background character in the Iron Man movies and nothing more. Mm. But she just it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's because of Scarlett Johansson. Just yeah. she's just played like, it what so a well. Fine woman. She's sex on on legs, man. She's fucking the hottest she is woman. A damn fine she, man. Everything about her. She's just so, you know what it is. Okay, I'm gonna get shot, but I'll tell you what her thing is mm. she's so feminine and that's what makes her so attractive at least in my opinion okay right? she's feminine who will kick the absolute yeah, yeah. Shit okay so yeah. okay i don't know if you've seen the terminator proposed movie the, no okay no fucking bull man they've got linda hamilton coming back yeah to reprise her role fair enough cool yeah. but the new terminator is uh mackenzie something mackenzie davis i think her name is she's an actress from Holt and Catch Fire. She's not a bad actress at all. Quickly Google that. Yeah. But she's the she's the opposite of feminine, in my okay. opinion, right? And to me, she's not as anywhere near as attractive as Scarlett Johansson for that reason, right? Mm. I, I know I'm going to get pulled to, to pieces on this bullshit, but I don't fucking care. Yeah, we don't have enough right? listeners for that to happen. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Because What's her name? Mackenzie Davis. I think it's Mackenzie Davis is the name of the actress they've selected as one of the Terminators in the new 
Terminator movie. I can't remember the name of the movie, actually. She's hot. What are you talking about? No, she's very pretty. But what I'm saying is... The way they've done her the up. The way they've done her up. Oh, With okay. her short hair. She's very lean. Very muscular. Um, but she's very pretty face, absolutely. She looked a lot prettier in Halt and Catch Fire. That was the name of the TV series she was in, which is actually a very good um, TV series. Yeah, okay, I get it. Do you get it? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Am yeah. I? Are you, yeah, they've made her look yeah. really... Have you, yeah. Have you, have you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's a great actress. Look, it's personal preference, she, I think. She, they don't... They've kind of made her look like uh, Captain America with his tank, with his... Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the white tank top. Mm, now that's a fine yeah. shot. Now, what I'm saying about Scarlett Johansson is, yeah. right, she's going to be in the Black Widow, or whatever the name of the movie will be, Yeah. to play that role. She's very feminine, but she's also extremely uh, effective as being a bit of a, being physical in terms of rough and tumble. You know yeah. what I mean? She can she can hold her own. She will whoop your ass. That's right. She'll, she'll kick your ass, yeah. right? So she doesn't have to look like she's a muscle-bound warrior she can go and cause a lot of chaos as she is and that's great that's why she's such a great actress yeah but in, in saying that well i'll make mackenzie me mackenzie's great that's actress. probably more realistic though because i mean look it's like it's like the prima ballerina thing right i mean you can cry all you want about it but if you if you want if you have a prima ballerina with a large chest I'm not and saying a big I'm not, booty, but I'm not it saying ain't going to work. Yeah, but like, I'm not saying that Scarlett Johansson norm, is. That's what I'm saying about Scarlett Johansson. I'm not saying that. Yeah. You know, I'm saying Scarlett Johansson is. I wouldn't even say she's curvy. She's. She's so curvy. Not, no, no. She is so curvy. No. Her ass is like curves, man. Like yeah, she's it, known but, for a booty. Yeah, but I don't you. Well, I do now yeah. because they've drilled it into my head. They've brainwashed me mm. that curvy's uh, plus size. Am no. I right or wrong on that? No, you're wrong on that. Okay, well I'm wrong. Yeah, she's very feminine. I call, I say Scarlett Johansson is feminine, mm. right? In yep. a good way, right? Yep. And she that's why she's attractive, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I'm not saying Mackenzie Davis is not attractive. She's no, no, very no, pretty. I, she's I, very pretty face. I do get right? that, but I feel like Mackenzie is probably more realistic for the fact that she is the Terminator. Like probably. I mean. She's probably not going to really be as feminine as Scarlett Johansson. Probably. The you fact know, that she terminates. Sorry, the whole... Yeah, you're probably going to have to edit this part. You're going to have to edit this part out. But, you, like, this is a topic for off-air. Off no, that's fucking... Who gives a shit? Oh, no, no I can't. I can't. No, I can't. It's just us here. Yeah, no. <laughs> and the internet. Yeah. No. And the internet. What, three? No, what, what were you going to say? No, it's about the uh, curvy thing. I have strong viewpoints on that. Oh, really? Mm. I have a lot of strong viewpoints. Are you going to get upset with me? No, I don't know. I just okay. Oh, do it, do it, and we'll cut it out. Okay, we this is to. gonna this is gonna irritate or a lot I might of people, not. right? <laughs> um, I do not like the way. Okay, just for for the people out there that don't know my physique or what I look like, I am a curvy girl for all intents and purposes, right? Definitely not a size six or eight, but I do not like the way this whole curvy thing is going in terms of body image and health. Hmm. Um, because I think there has to be a line drawn on what is healthy. What What do you mean by that? Do you mean... Because, the, okay, for curvy, curvy attire, okay, is for, generally speaking, I think is for like size 16. That's what I was above, trying to get right? out before. Okay, right? so I'm, I'm a size 16, size yeah. 14 to 16 girl. 
But then there comes, and size 16 and above, like the average Australian women's size is size 14 to 16, mm. right? But then there gets a point, like I saw on like some American Cosmo magazine where it was like about body positivity and embracing your curves and all this sort that of just stuff. Means fat, right? And all I'm saying is, I'm sorry, but you are morbidly obese that's and that and that is not that's okay what I'm that's what i'm saying that's not okay that, like and no, I, I am going to get i like i'm not sure not you know what i'll say like i am as fat as fuck he's a fat and fat. i and i completely agree with what you're saying i just and I because i look at myself and i go and i'm not trying to put myself down i i used to be a size 6 8 girl and then i got a health condition that made me pile on the weight etc cetera, etc cetera. but even i have to one day look at myself and go it's not about, oh, you're fat or you're ugly or you're this or you're that. You don't you're just not that. healthy But anymore. you know what? Yeah. There, is a, there is what is healthy and what isn't. And for my height, I'm not currently at a healthy weight. And that's a hard fact that you have to kind of look at yourself and, and accept. Well, mm-hmm. It's a hard truth. If okay? I looked at the, boy, the BMI... It yeah. would tell me shit. Though. Well, it's shit. Yeah. But it would tell me I'm morbidly obese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But, and but you know you what? You don't even have to go with the BMI. You just have to be honest with yourself and go, well... Is this what the human body is supposed to look like? Is this what a human heart can handle in terms of pumping blood around my yep. body? You know, mm-hmm. and then you've got this, and I get it. Like there is, there is certain situations. Like I remember, it was a friend of a friend. I barely knew her, but she was an aerobics instructor. She was so freaking fit, right? Mm. And then she had major surgery. Um, I think she had brain cancer. And she mm. survived, um, and but because of the medication that she was on, poor girl ballooned out, mm. became morbidly obese, and. I'm not saying that it has to be that drastic or I'm not saying that there are particular reasons. There's deep-seated psychological reasons. People have weight issues and all sorts of other issues, right? But uh, there comes a point you've got to stop glamorising it. You've got to stop glamorising it and go, this is okay. Actually, no, you know what? This is not okay. It's like saying it's no different to glamorising smoking or drinking. Mm -hmm. It's no different. I mean, yes, people do it and people are that. I'm a smoker like, and it's stupid. It's one of the stupidest decisions I've ever made. But oh, I don't, I can't topic. lie to myself. That was the topic. That was the topic. That was the topic. Write it down. Now we'll just put it on the podcast. So that next time you come back from your trip. Yes. Because you're giving up smoking on your trip. I you? am. I that, am. You're going to talk us. You're going to talk to us about your trials and tribulations in smoking. Yes. That's that was right. a topic that you're going to talk and, to us about. And because it's a couple special. When you come back, it's a couple special. Oh, fucking Yadinyak doesn't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will now. He will now. <laughs> now, you know what? Listen, I totally agree with everything that you're saying. Yeah. When I say curvy, I'm I'm an old, I'm 44. So yeah. I, I associate things very differently from the modern younger people. Mm. When I say curvy, I mean someone like Cal- uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Right? She's not fat, no, but she's not, not anorexic. No. She's natural, right? Yeah. she got tits and ass on her That's, and they look great. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But you're right. Now people say curvy. That well, the whole idea of not that, being able that, to. That, that, that means you're plus size. Yeah. When yeah. people say curvy now, right? And that's not what I mean. I say it like someone from the 80s. Yeah. Right? If I say she's curvy, that means she's not. Um, A- not anorexic. Anorexic. Yeah. Or she's got a natural nice figure, mm, right? Mm. But I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that people, when they say curvy now, is just exclu- potentially, not saying always. Yeah. Potentially saying. Well, she's overweight and she's glamorizing it, or she's body positive. Yeah. And I don't like body positive because because well, because you got to be realistic sometimes. Because well, when I you go to so your do- when you go to your doctor, let me tell you, when I go to my fucking doctor, and I got about twenty of the fucks. Yeah. When I go to my doctor, my GP, yeah, he'll look at me and go, "Mate, 
Have you thought, thought about losing about 5, 10 kilos? I go, why, mate? You, but your blood pressure's a little high. Exactly. What's, what's the fucker going to say? Oh, you're body positive, so it's okay. Well, that's no, he's the, not going no, to. No, he's not going to say no. that. And here's the thing. like, And this is why I wanted to say it, because, look, I've been there. I've been with the body issues. Having been someone who is naturally supposed to be quite skinny... I'm telling you, you don't find a lot of fat Sri Lankan girls, okay? That's not it's not how it rolls. So, I, you know, I get what it means to go through that struggle, to have that stigma, to kind of, you know, be the, the bigger girl of that society per, per se. Not that I actually give a shit. But at one point, you kind of got to look at yourself and go, well, what do I need to do about my health? It's one thing to, for me because I'm, I'm genuinely happy with the way I am now in terms of I don't beat myself up about it and I don't try to make anybody else feel about it, bad about it and help. I'm very happily married. My husband is completely okay. Shout but out the, to Yednyak. Shout out to Yednyak. Love my life. But at the end of the day, you ha- I have to look in the mirror and answer the question, am I as healthy as I can be? And the answer to that question is no. Well, you know what? I think 90% of the human population in the first world could answer that and say they're not the best they can be either. But yeah. they're kidding let's themselves. Be, but let's thinking. be realistic. Like, yeah. like, I could lose five kilos easy, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But I got bigger fish to fucking yeah. fry. This little prick here could probably lose about thirty. Mm. <laughs> I'm being nasty. Twenty, mm. right? No, thirty was about right. But but but, but everybody, <laughs> most people, yeah, if they're honest with themselves, unless they're an athlete or they're training for something or yeah. they're very active in something, they're going to have a couple of kilos. Exactly. And I just and I just want to clarify here about body positivity, right? The true meaning of body positivity is, yes, embracing different body types because not everyone is going to be the stick figure of your mm-hmm. supermodel, right? And a prime well, example a, of unhealthy. that is, is like, but no, some people are very skinny. Yeah, some people yeah, are know. naturally very skinny. Yep. And that doesn't mean that they're like anorexic. No, um, no. But then embracing body positivity is going, yeah, okay, look at the Beyonce's with their the thick thighs mm. and the booty and like you know she's got a bit of muscle on her right like that that is embracing body positivity about different sizes and understanding that you go through different phases or after you have children or whatever but and but talking about morbid obesity as body positivity is not doing anything no it's you're, not, we- you're no. basically weaponizing no, because it. you yeah. know but you know what i'm sorry but i come from a time yeah when you got smacked with a dose of realism Right, and especially with the 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 the, the background that I've got, yeah. you know what? If you got fat, you got told you got fat, and I'm not bullshitting. Our doctor will quite openly say that. I'm telling you now, my GP when I was a kid, right, like mm. 15, 16, I was a fucking fat fuck. No bullshit, mm. right? And he'd sit me down and go, "Listen, man, have you, 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 you need to lose some weight." I go, "Really?" He goes, "You need to lose some weight, right?" Yeah. And he didn't hold back. He yep. was old school. He yep. still is. He'd, he'd sit you down and go, all right, man, I think you really need to watch what you're doing, watch your weight. And some people have to be realistic. I'm one of them. Yeah. It's so easy to put weight on. It is so, so easy, easy, right? So you know? easy. But then again, I've got to be realistic too. Shout out to the weapon, right? I could never be his build. That yeah. guy is built. Nat- like, well, I mean, he's tall as he, fuck. That he, helps. He, he, yeah. he works his ass off too yeah. in terms of like, Working out nearly every day, yeah. and he eats absolutely everything. To super the clean, yeah. super clean living. Yeah. But you but know then, what? But, but I'm never going to. You're never going to be that. No, I'm yeah. not because I don't have the bank up of it. But you know what? I certainly can get a lot better than I am. 
So that's that's a realistic approach. But you can't say that to people these days. They get all fucking defensive yeah, and upset. you're fat shaming. You know why? Mm. Oh, you're fat shaming. But you know what? Everyone now, I've fucking said it so many times in this podcast, they've got thin fucking skins. Yeah. And they need to fucking harden up. And, and think- they need to stop eating their smashed avocados, all those... Well, maybe, maybe if they ate more smash, yeah. yeah. that's, fat for you, that's good fat. You know, the thing is, but it makes you a soft cock. I think, and people confuse the two where they're like, oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you fucking little dick. No, they but get I think. Confused. They get confused with, and look, I'm not saying that people. There's always, in anything that you're talking about, in any um, stream of thought, idea, whatever, there's always that 2 to 5% of fuckers that are going to mm-hmm. be mean about it, misconstrue it, and, and fuck it up. And I'm also not saying that the media haven't done real damage to the self-esteem of of girls, boys everywhere about what the ideal thing should be. But that doesn't mean that we can avoid having the real conversation of this entire planet are becoming a bunch of fat fatties. Yeah. Okay. But, Especially the Western yeah, we are. culture. Mm-hmm. Like America, Australia, yeah. UK, yeah. obesity is an epidemic. Mate, I reckon we're worse than the UK. When I was in the UK a couple about five years ago, yeah. I was shocked that Nine, not always, but nine times out of ten, most people within a normal sort of kind of health range mm. of body weight come here. Oh fuck off, man! I'm telling you, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of fat fucks. But you know what? It's fat, really interesting. But you know what? But it, what goes around comes around, right? Mm. In the nineties or so, people were saying you need to lose right lose weight. You know what? You're you're, you're obese. Deal with it. You need to do something about it. It's yeah. up to you now. Yeah. Now, oh no, let's tippy toe around it. And while yeah. we mm-hmm. tippy toe around it, that person is fucking killing themselves. But oh, but it's okay because we don't want to fat shame. Mm. We're not fat shaming. We're now saying you have got a major health issue here. Yeah. Right. I wish the weapon was here because he'd be a little bit more uh, articulate and a bit more blunt in the way to put it. But no, I can tell exactly how he'd say it. He'd say, "Lose some weight, you." No, I don't want to try because no. yeah. <laughs> I want to save you some editing. Yeah. But what, what the uh, point is is that you know there's a lot of tippy toeing around it now, and you're right. And this is why I was sort of tippy-toeing around it myself when I said Scarlett Johansson's curvy. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people go, well, what are you saying? She's uh, of a plus size. I go, no, she's not. No, she's I'd not. say she's got a natural body figure for a woman of her age. But you know what? I put money on it. She's spending a fucking lot of time in the gym too. I bet you oh, she's, got, God, per- yeah. she's got personal trainers. She's got chefs. She's got all sorts of shit looking Absolutely. after her. Right? Absolutely. Because her, 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 uh, her lifestyle and her... Uh, career is built on that body exactly and built on her she's got a naturally beautiful face too so yeah. she's got everything yeah. right but i bet you if she sat down and had a bunch of cheeseburgers every day she'd also have a problem yeah exactly. so i'm sure she's looking after and I mean, her asset i think you know? it's completely unrealistic to sort of um you know aspire to look like that because when you've got the time in the millions oh my god we we could all potentially look like to a certain you know extent i'll never forget solid. i'll never forget sorry i'll never mm. forget one day i don't know what it was I was talking to the weapon, shout out again to him, about Zach Efron. Efron. Oh, All right, no, no, let me, tell, wow. let me tell you about that guy, right? That transformation. That guy is fucking cut and built and shredded like I've never seen. Ripped. Right? right? Now, I asked the Baywatch, weapon. Baywatch, trash film. Yeah, but ripped. But ripped. Mate, can I tell you, as a guy, I looked at him and I went, you know what? Sorry. As you're at M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, Here I go. As a guy, I, I, I looked at his body and went, fuck me, Dad, that guy has got an amazing physique, mm. right? You'd have yeah. to be blind not to admit that. Yeah. 
And I said to the weapon one day, who's got hardly any body fat himself, but he's not chiseled like Zac Efron. Mm. And I said to him, what would it take to be Zac Efron? Why aren't you like that? I was trying to stir him up. I go, listen here, you prick. You're Mm. going on about all of this shit. How come you don't look like Zac Efron? Mm. You know what he said? You'd be amazed at how much work that guy's putting in every day of his life just to get to that level. He's eating so many different things to get to that level and not only that he's probably doing eight hours minimum in the gym every day on certain different parts of his body Mm. that's his job yeah not even i've got that time yeah this is the weapon to do that right i don't have that that's his job that's his that's his fucking job right so that's his asset. That's his asset. That's his house. That's what he's, you know, his body. Yeah. And to get that he's... carved, let's be honest, there's probably getting a little bit of additional help there as well. I don't know about that, man, but maybe he's got the genetics as well to support mm. it. Like, that's the other thing, too. You could be absolutely working your ass off, getting and all the people around you yep. that, that tell you what to do and when to do it. But you know what? You might not have those fast twitch muscles. You might mm. have, I mean, I'm not the expert here, but I know enough to, to say that there are definitely genetic barriers to all this shit, but that's not an excuse mm. to be. 500 pounds and go oh you're fat shaming me well no i'm giving you a dose of reality and this is a problem a lot of people don't want doses of reality now yeah. this and is then, why and then they go this is this is in light with um so you know obviously being a smoker these days is um you get shamed pretty hard and shame. rightly so shame okay? shame shame i take shame. it i take it <laughs> i take it but you know, and people say, oh, you know, you're a burden on the health system and you're a burden on this and you're a burden on that. No, and I'm, I'm like, a burden on the health system. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck it. You didn't have a choice in dude, that, though. Dude, I'm, I maxed out the Medicare car by fucking January. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, I mean, if we have issues with that and we have issues with alcohol um, in a similar way, then, then it's exactly the same but, thing. But you know what? I'm going to go back to it. It starts at the school. And today, everyone's told they're a winner. Every, today at the school, oh, you can't you can't say that about somebody. You've got to be inclusive. Which is why you as a parent, you need to be hard yeah, like well, we are. No, but, but this is the problem. <laughs> parents don't want to be parents anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everybody. They want teachers to be parents. Yep. And so teachers are not parents of children. And what happens is they go to the schools and the teachers go, oh, everyone's a winner. Everybody, everyone gets a gold star for turning up. And yeah, I know Susie's about 300 kilos, but that's all right. We should include her and she should be able to play baseball, even though she looked like she's ready to have a heart attack. And it doesn't matter that she's done about 500 shits today because she's ate about 10 fucking cheeseburgers before recess. We have to include her, right? Or him. That's how it is now. No one wants to sit down. You know, in my fucking family... When you got a little bit podgy, and trust me, we fucking did, the old man would say, you're getting fat, fuck off. You're not getting a new pair of jeans. Learn some weight, you fuck. Or get, off, get happened, off the computer, right? you fat fuck, Get off the, the computer lawn. and mow the fucking grass. Yep. That was the other fucking classic. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you what, my mum's got a great fucking saying. You can quote me, internet, you fucking ingrates, and you can use it. My mum's got a great saying. Your pants never fucking lie. So if you try and, <laughs> if you try and delude yourself, right, that you haven't put on weight, your mum used to say... Your pants never fucking lie, right? Because if those pants got a little bit tight or whatever it was and your bu- your buttons were bursting at the seams, she got pants never lie. And they fucking don't. They don't. You know, you, they never fucking lie, your pants. So that's the whole thing. So if you're going out there buying, fuck, I don't know what size pants you'd be buying and, and you're getting bigger pants every fucking six months, you've got a problem. I'm just saying, right? And I'm not an expert and I can't throw stones because I know... I could lose some weight too. I absolutely yeah, 100% exactly, know it. Same here. And I could be a way more active, right? And I've got people like The Weapon helping me who's told me, listen, man, you need to be even more active 
Then and, and and what you're doing, right? And eating M and M's are not exactly helping. No. But the point is, <laughs> the point is that's the reality, right? You need people to give you a dose of reality. And I agree with you when people say, "Oh, body positive." Yes, we should all be body positive. Me, you, her, them, everybody, everybody. <laughs> Everybody, everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody to love. Someone to love. Sugar to kiss. Sugar to kiss. Sugar to kiss. I need you, you, you. I need you, you, you. In the morning, you, you, you. With my soul's on fire. That was an amazing segue. Sometimes I feel, I feel a little sad inside. When somebody speak to me, I never, ever, 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 Annoy a lot of people, and a lot of people are going to try them. and misconstrue my words nah, about it. Um, but but I just, you know think what? You, you throw it back in their face. I'm being, po- I'm being body positive. You fuck. So you can't tell me what what I can and can't do. Fuck off. No fuck. You know what I've learnt in the modern world? Yeah. Throw it back at pricks. Yeah. Fuck him. Today I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm a fucking chick. That's right. I know I'm a chick because when I woke up this morning, my penis was extremely small. It must have been an oversized clitoris. <laughs> I'm a fucking girl today. That's right. It's my right, you fucks. That's what I know. That's how I know. And maybe because of all the smashed avocado I'm eating, all the fucking uh, soy in the latte I'm drinking, is my, is, is my estrogen's out of control. And I'm going to go home and li- read Mills and Boone and do cross-stitching. And you can't fucking judge me. <laughs> You can't ever judge me. I can do what I want to do. You know why? Because I went to school and they gave me a gold star for fucking turning up. Yes, I did. Uh, yes, I did. I actually, I ask, about... me, ask me about my fucking day coming up tomorrow. Will they give me a fucking gold star then? No, they fucking won't give me shit. You Nothing. Ask, you should ask for one. I'm fucking going to. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a, jelly a, stre- belly, a jelly belly or jelly bean or something like mm-hmm. that. Just to, just too too much sugar in that. That's where you'll get a little, uh, you'll get a little jelly belly. Yeah. Which is actually a Smashing Pumpkin song, song from uh, Melancholy and the Infinite, Infinite Sadness, Sadness, released in 1995. Mm. So that we've moved on. Well, okay, let's move we, on we, we digressed a fair bit. We no, talked. we did. What yeah. was that? What that, was, that, that was Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah, loved it. I did. Well, I liked it. I really did like. It. I yeah. think it was solid. Um, I had no problems at all. I visually looked very pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on my calibrated TV. Oh yeah. Um, it looked, that part where they enter Wakanda for the first time. Mm-hmm. So perfect. Yeah, look, yeah uh, it was just great. It, yeah. Look, I liked it. I like. Look, I I think it had unfortunately the usual tropes. Someone wants to take over the throne. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was my only real problem with it. It wasn't yeah. exactly the most most original original story. story to, but yeah. in the end, they're all friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the end, they're all friends. And yeah, the bad guy initially gets the upper hand of the good mm-hmm. guys. And, yeah. But in the end, the good guys take over. Don't have a problem with it. I thought Black Panther was solid. I just think it was solid. My only criticism would have been I liked Andy Serkis so much in that movie as a South African bounty hunter. I wanted more of him. And they they unfortunately bumped him off. And that kind of disappointed me a little bit. But that's it. That's my only complaint. Makes me feel really relieved. No, no, no. no. (laughs) I'm not going to rant for the sake of ranting, especially when that... To me, that's a fair movie. Yeah. You know, if 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 I had to score it, not that my scores mean anything... And numbers and putting numbers on things are really irrelevant. Yeah, I'd give it like a seven seven and a half out of ten. You yeah. know what I mean? It was it was solid. It was nothing wrong with it. Mm. I certainly think it did 
enough to put Blank, uh, Black Panther as a, as a you know, a, a black, uh, an Avenger. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I kind of wish they had seen it before um, Infinity War. Yeah. Because I didn't, yeah. I, I'd seen in, Infinity War mm. bef- uh, before, before you saw I'd Black seen, Panther. Yeah, and so I didn't really know the relevance of Black Panther, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. We didn't play a really big part. Anyway, no, he wasn't. But, no, yeah. he was kind of a little bit pushed to the side a little mm, bit on that. Mm. But then again, what do you do when you got like twenty million? Exactly. Characters? Like you can't have that much screen time for everyone, right? No, like, it's just impossible. No. Now right. there, there is another topic that you. Yeah, I'm to trying discuss. to look at the, the little box we got there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's, a, there's another little topic that you wanted to discuss. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're talking about movies. Yeah. James Bond. Hmm. Was announced this week as I don't know as Jane Bond. I don't know what you call her. Janice Bond. Janice Bond. <laughs> so uh, they've they've announced a replacement for Daniel Craig. Yes. Um, at some point, and w- whinging bitch that he is. Well, the next movie, the next James Bond movie, is it Daniel Craig or is it the one after that? I can't remember. I think the next one is Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah, and then after that, he's gone, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's called and Fuck s- It. So, so in the future. <clears throat> The next James James Bond is actually a female character. Leighton Smith, apparently, is her name. Is that her name? Yeah, Leighton Smith. So she's uh, an, how do I put this? An of color, uh, diverse female. She ticks a lot of boxes. She ticks all the boxes. That's my only complaint. That's yeah. my only. Please complaint. tell me at you least. You know what? We were talking about it upstairs, right? If they want to, if they want to go down that path, why didn't they pick Ildris Alba? Sorry, it's not Leighton James. I don't know where I got that name from. It's Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch. Okay. And look, here's It's the good to see they've gone with some alliteration. I know everybody's going to be like, oh, but it's great for diversity. I have to, like, hello, I'm Sri Lankan. I'm never going to You know what? You are, the, you are the yeah. perfect... You know what? You tick out boxes. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> internet. We're, like, we're at a diverse, equal employment opportunist here. We've yeah. got a... Hell yeah. Of colour female on our podcast, you fucks. Uh, better, better yet. So we washed the cornbread right off. We're, we're, we're so diverse. We had a half Chinese, quarter Italian, Japanese-born uh, child. Yeah, that's right. With a last name that means the Greek in Italian. That's right. Making no. your coffees. It does, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking true. <laughs> oh, my God. That true. is, it is like the UN in yeah, just UN. one small child. And that's, it. and that's it. And we're just to say that we're against the UN, we've uh, made him slave labour and make your coffees. Yes. That's right. And if yeah. he doesn't pull up his socks, he's going back to China to make sewing machines for in his <laughs> uncle's sewing machine factory. He's <laughs> such a good boy. That's no, look, I think that, you know, there, I don't know why because uh, just it was just unnecessary. It's just for the sake of it. And look, I get that anybody can play anything. That, that's that's not the point. It's just that is James Bond. James Bond is part, he's 007. He's from that book. Well, that's and, the book. So and, I mean, and, yeah. and unless like you want to go completely away from the book, like then just stay true well, to the course what, what is it? Is it is a I mean, side we, character that sort of takes the lead or how is it actually their 007? That's their, that's 007, their, double, yeah. that's their 007. That's a replacement and for Daniel Craig. See, and look, Idris Elba is the perfect example of this isn't about, oh, it's got to be like a, you know, Anglo-Saxon He would have been perfect, man. Idris if Elba. You go, look, I'll oh tell you what. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. I, t- I keep saying it. Yeah. I don't understand in the modern world why people get offended when they don't get their way. Just deal with it. Yeah. Right? Because you won't always get your way, kiddies. What do you, you mean? You know what? Let, let Retro Dan tell you a little story about life. It's yeah. full of disappointment. Uh, I was going to say, can we, can, we put a, right? can we put a little soundtrack into that? Daniel's, Daniel's story about life. 
Roll it, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. I have to find a <laughs> You know what? I might have a keep playing while you're doing your little. That's talk. right. No, it, it's it's full of disappointment. No, it's and look, of, but you won't get you. I want to. I want to interject with that point though. Here's the thing, because that that point can go two ways about not getting what you want, right? Because for a long time, um, you know, starting with people like Sidney Poitier, who who was one of the first famous black American actors. Oh, he was awesome. He was amazing. He was in uh, To Sue With Love. Yeah, and um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah, he was and, great. Yeah, he was fantastic, right? And I get it. There's, there's Because back then, that's something that everybody wanted that they should have fucking got, which, which takes time, which takes perseverance. And it's about... Because... It, it, it was about making sure that, you know, a character that could be played by anybody can be played by anybody, mm-hmm. right? But in this situation, just as, you know, how they say, oh, I remember there was one, um, that's right, um, Ghost in the Shell is a yep. perfect example, yep. right? A yep. lot of people were upset that Scarlett Johansson got that role mm-hmm. when it should have been But it's an android, so that's fine. Pardon? No, I, I didn't they, they were worried that they, they wanted an Asian. Yeah, yeah they wanted yeah, an Asian. Whitewashing. Well, I, I kind of... Understand, like you know, it's an it's an anime. That's what people assumed it to be. Like what, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you want to stick to the course content uh, or the the book content that it's following, then stick to it. No yep. problem, right? Yep. Okay. Well, and I'm I'm very caught. I'm very um. I'm under no illusions as to as to the reasons why these things happen because you know there should be representation where it's due. But if but then on the flip side of that, well, James Bond is. He's a man and he's Anglo and whatever, right? That's and yeah, the sure. character, James. That's the character. That was, that was in the books. That's okay. Again, that's in every but again, again, we it's talked just about James it, Bond, but we talked yeah. about it in a, a previous podcast, you and I, yeah, and Jason relaxation about Game of Thrones and the debacle that it became. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because they didn't have source material to refer to. Yeah. But in the book, in um. The world of James Bond, they do have a lot of source material to refer to. Exactly. In the books, right? Exactly. And so, and why they're turning their back on it to tick boxes is so in your face to people that really love James Bond. Yeah. Right? That, that franchise, yeah. right? And look, I would have been happy with, okay, let's, for diversity's sake, or just to change it up a little bit, put in a male actor of color. Cool. I would have been all right. Fuck. And I don't but think you know even. What? But but a very good friend of ours, an Englishman with a with a Cockney accent, mm. he will be the very first to tell you that he's over it. Yeah. And he's of that of, of colour. Yeah. Right. And he'll say, I am fucking over them always trying to please everybody. And yeah. if they put in a uh, of colour James Bond, and this is before I talk to him about the female yeah. uh, mm-hmm. actress that they've put in for this, he was like, I'm over it. Mm. And this is coming from me for, yeah. or from him. Right, I'm the one. I'm the one that they're trying to tick all the boxes for. I don't want it. Yeah. Because James Bond was always a white male. Yeah. Right. He was a suave motherfucker, and he'd go around and and, and cause all sorts of chaos and solve all, all sorts of um, situations and crimes. But at the end of the day, they've gone this start the route. Now, yeah. I personally don't care because I'll be. I I told you upstairs. I don't really. I'm not yeah. a big James Bond fan. I could, yeah. I could care less. But. You know, and here's a good example of where when material can go either way. Like, you know, and, and, and they have taken it either way and it doesn't really matter. Doctor Who is a mm-hmm. perfect example. Yes. Okay? Female Doctor Who, get over it. Yeah. There is no specification no. anywhere that says Doctor Who must no. be male or female. No. That, that 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 species regenerates into whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop getting your panties yeah. in a wad. Because the source material never specified 
agenda. Exactly. That's the difference there, right? Yes. So, so if you're going to talk about that, and I, I remember hearing a lot of people getting annoyed about Doctor Who, yeah, right. That oh, we've now made it a female. Yeah, you're right. FYI, her character is hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't tell you; I haven't seen it, right? But my point is, is that like. If you're going to cry about that, refer back to the resource material. And the source material, as far as I'm aware, didn't refer to the doctor having a gender or being able to be restricted to to a certain gender, right? So maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but I don't remember there being a a, a real... Regenerating to whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly, right? I mean, he wanted to regenerate into a ginger for God's sake. I tell you what, he's had a hot couple of he's had some nice companions over the, mm, over the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? We got an uncle. I used to think he was like Doctor Who because every Christmas he'd turn up with a new girlfriend. That's no <laughs> true story. That's fucking no bullshit, right? And I'll tell you what happened, right? Yeah, we'd we'd rock up to a Christmas party, and another uncle would say, "Who are you?" And mm. the and the poor girl would go, "Oh, I'm such and such." He go, "Oh, cool." And then when they were leaving to go home, he go, "Nice to meet you. We won't see you next year." That's no bullshit because he always had a different companion every mm-hmm. Christmas. Every so, Christmas, sometimes he had multiple companions. Sometimes he had more than he had. We used to call them orphans. He'd bring people to Christmas, right? This is my mum, mum's brother. He'd bring people to Christmas, Shout right? Out. Shout out to him. Won't mention the name. <laughs> and he and he, he used to say, "Mate, mid 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 uh, travel, mm. right?" He'd bring somebody up, whoever was hosting Christmas. He'd go, "Oh, you don't mind? I'm bringing an extra friend." But it was always, but it was always okay because everyone catered for it. So everyone knew that he'd bring a new girlfriend, and he'd bring a, 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 an, an orphan. Friend. Yeah, so and, yeah. He'd, and he'd show up like three hours late anyway. And he'd show up about three hours late when people were leaving to go home. Christmas is over. Fuck it, we're going. Oh, he's a cracker. Oh my god! Yeah. But every Christmas, he, and I used to think he was like Doctor Who because mm-hmm. I used to really like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. The Tom Baker years were my favorite, but that mm-hmm. was my. That was your era. Then. That was my era when I was yep. growing up as a kid. Yep. Right, and they used to play it on ABC every afternoon. Yeah, but I used to think he was like the Doctor because he used to come up with all these well, different just companions. new companions every yeah, year. Yeah, every, every, every fun, year, every year, new yeah. companion. See, and I then, and then you'd make a, so then you make a mistake because mm. you'd say to him like as innocent as you go, whatever happened to such and such? She was so nice. What you should have met her. And then you'd say to the new girlfriend, oh, you should have met her. She was cool. She used to like driving. The, she had this car that oh, was cool. And of course, God. you're telling the new girlfriend about the previous girlfriend. And so you could only imagine what was going through her head. Her, her head. What a cracker. What a fucking. What an idiot I was. Oh my god. Man, for a fun boxing day. Everything. Yeah, so, you know, I think that's a good example of where, you know, the fluidity of mm-hmm. what you put in a new character. But that's when you have a character who's named Doctor Who. Yeah, It exactly. seems to be a little bit more open than, than James Bond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is like the title of the movie, James yeah. Bond. So, I'm okay, like... Okay, and if you do want to do that, then make it a spin-off. Yeah, it, that's what I meant. Is this a side Ma- character? Make it a spin-off. No, no, no. Yeah. I think it's legit. Yeah, I know. But, the, like, that's what it yeah, should yeah, be. It's a separate character. Yeah. They, they have their what? own story. Yeah, it makes sense. Nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. You talk about Hollywood. You talk about movies, TV shit. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't fucking surprise me now. You know what? I'll put money on it very, very fucking soon. Mm. Very soon. Mm. In a sci-fi series that we love, like Star Trek or some other bullshit. No, Star Trek's already gone that way. No, 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 no. No, you haven't heard me yet about what I'm about to say. You fucking Please don't tell me Picard's going to do this. No, no, you haven't heard me yet. Wait till I get get it. (laughs) It'll be a Star Trek. It'll be a Star Wars. Mm. It'll be a fucking James Bond. It'll be some movie, a franchise that we love. Yeah. And someone's going to come out and go, I'm gender neutral. I'm not a man or a woman. 
I put fucking money on it. I think they will put yeah. money on it. It'll be a captain in a fucking new starship. Can it be Captain Picard? And it won't be. Hilarious. It won't be a man, and it won't be a woman. I and it. it that's fucking right. <laughs> it'll be like that. It'll be and it'll be an alien. Yeah. Or so they'll disguise it in some way. Yeah. They'll put their political bullshit to it. It'll be an alien, and they'll they'll just subtly say, "Oh, that species doesn't have a gender." What's the fucking bet? I bet they've probably already done it, and I'm not aware but of it. If it's brand spanking new, I don't fucking care. I'm. You know what? I'm so indifferent to the world right now. I don't fucking care. I don't care if the fucking Aliens come, the space cockroaches come. I really come, want them right? to. The space cockroach is going to come and they're going to go, oh, you know I what they're going to do? something. What? Area 51. Oh! Okay. But before we get to that, <laughs> yeah. right, the space cockroach is going to come and go, right? Vincent D'Onofrio and from Men in Black. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go, through the mic, right? it sounds yeah, like yeah. some really horrific ASMR. Oh, I've got a good. Oh I've actually God. got. No, I've got a good ASMR. No, 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 no. I've got a good. No, I've got a good and they're going to come and they're going to say, "Fuck this place." Uh, yeah. You know what? And I hope they do. If they nuke it, won't give a shit. Yeah. I'll be like that Tool song from fucking Enema about LA, where just wash it all away. Mm. Fuck this yep. town. I'm like that. So oh, I think about I, that. Honestly, I remember. I can't remember if it was my sister or my dad was saying like after a while they're like, you know what. Aliens probably did come to Earth, and they probably took one look and, and went, went, fuck, fuck this place, we are out. That's what right. happens yeah. when you land in Western Sydney first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. dude, if if the aliens came to Roswell and they crashed in Roswell, yeah, like in the 60s or whenever it happened, yeah. like it's not exactly like, you know, the penultimate of uh, human civilization so, in that Christ. place. So, so to be consistent with our latest... Uh, advertising scheme we have to pause very briefly because we're so popular are you going to advertise m&ms we're going to advertise asmr m&m style where you'll listen to me crunching my m&ms like the maid lady does like the maid lady ready ready and just so he has background music (laughs) rate comment and subscribe in case you guys have no idea what we're doing if anyone's watched the lady eating pickles really, really noisily and we're, you enjoyed it, we're eating M&Ms. this is for you. How can you enjoy that? I literally just want to punch people this in the This is what tip. she does. She goes, it's horrible. It's horrible. See, I'm the guy that sits on the train and hears people eating and I just want to stab them. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I and just you, want to. And then you say this, rate, comment and subscribe. Yuck, cute. <laughs> Ring a ding ding. Right, that's nightmares. The, that's the end of our fucking advertisement part of our. What were you even advertising? ASMR. Peanut M and M's. ASMR M and M style. M and M ASMR style. It, thank you to our <laughs> friends at Mars who manufacture M and M's for not sponsoring this podcast. Yet another another company that turns its back on us. You can go and get fucked M and M's and Mars and Flashlight. All of you. Realdolls.com <laughs> Now, you, you hit me with this one. These fucking idiots that want to storm Area 51. You know what? You know how that's going to end? Badly. They're all going to die. They're all going to die. You idiots. They think, they think oh, they're not going to kill 1.5 million. There is a sign out the very front that says, well, deadly force will be used. Well, mm-hmm. let me put it to you this they way. They won't get far. The first let, guy will get shot and they'll run away. Yeah, yep. everyone will freak well, out. Well, not only that. 
they'll run out of smashed avocados to eat because they're all fucking <laughs> lip dicks. Right? You know what's going to happen? Mm. They're going to get there. Mm. When's this all going to go down? Not, they, might, they might not get shot, but I guarantee you the fucking jails are going to get full pretty quick. Yep. And they're going to get left to rot. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, they're idiots. Because it says very clearly... The unauthorized access or whatever it is, blatant force will be used. Yeah. You're right. One Deadly of, force. One, Deadly. There'll be, there'll be one shot fired up in the air as a warning. Yeah. Right? And I'll bet you they all turn tail. Now, let's assume for a second, and what we're talking about, folks, we should clarify this. We're talking about the Facebook Facebook group that's saying that they're going to storm Area 51 en masse mm. and get answers. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Yeah. You, know, you know what's going to happen? What if they, let's say they miraculously overrun the most superior security system in the world, which is where Area 51 is? Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you, know, fuck, because you know, they're going to keep all the alien stuff on the ground level, right? right? So we're Not they, 24 so, levels below ground. So where are they going to look? They yeah. don't even know where they're looking. Yeah. They don't even know where they're going you know, it's, you know like it's also like 150 kilometres wide. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> I'll put fucking money on it. One of them's going to twist their ankle. One of them's going to get dehydrated and then go, oh, please help me. Please help me. Yep. And you know what I hope happens? The, the fucking military goes, no, you're on unauthorized fucking uh, land. Go fuck yourself. But I bet it doesn't happen. They'll cave in on that. Yep. But I bet you somebody gets hurt big, uh, or trips over. And we're, and let's say they make it. Let's say they make it to the access pad. You know what they'll find? Barry, the admin guy who's yep. been there for 30,000 yep. years, mm-hmm. punching away some sort of something on a computer, yep. probably thinks Independence yep. Day is real. But you know how they might get through? Mm. Elevator music. Because where I used to work, did, right? Did, yeah, did. I know where you used to yeah. work. You, yeah. know, you know very well where I used yeah. to work. Well, guess yeah. what? They might get through with this little plan. I'll give you a, I'll give you a helpful tip, Area uh-huh. 51 fuckers. They want to brute... St- I'm helping you out, you smashed avocado fucking ingrates. I'm going to help you out on how you find your aliens, Right? Pretend you're delivering eBay parcels to the guards, right? Because where I used to work, I used to get all my eBay delivered there, right? Mm-hmm. And every day the fucking Chinese Aussie Post guy used to rock up and go, I got parcel for, for Retro Dad again. And mate, they used to let him through. Because <laughs> they knew who he was and they knew who I was and that was it. So all you got to do... Right, is get the name of someone that works there. Exactly, pretend you're working for someone that's getting an eBay delivery, right? And you rock up, you fucking, you'll be safe. Somehow, I don't think that the person who uh, makes an eBay order working at Area Fifty One is gonna. I would be bored Mm. shitless. (laughs) You know what? We did a we we did a podcast about Bob Lazar. We should someone should ask Bob Lazar. Do you ever get bored at S Four? Right, you get bored out of your brains and just get on the computer one day and order some fucking eBay shit. That's what I would say. That's what I'd ask. You know what I mean? But where are they going to go? What are they looking for? Area 51 is fucking huge. Mm. I don't think people realise how big it is. And whereabouts in Area 51 are you looking? Like where Bob Lazar worked, which was S4. That's where he said, that's where they they had... a, a downed spacecraft. Fucking 30 years right? ago that, as well. That was exactly 30 years ago. That he was re-engineering. Uh, right? That's where they were deconstructing an alien spacecraft to try and find wow. the to, 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 to get the the technology, right? Yeah. Well No one knows A where that is. Well, exactly. A, where is it? B, how yep. do you get into it? Yeah. And C, what are you looking for? Mm. What are you looking for? And D, what do you hope to achieve? What do you hope to achieve? Do you are you expecting to knock on the fucking door there at Area 51 or S4 or wherever it is and say, We're here to look we're here to free the alien. 
We're here to free the alien. What fucking alien? Look, you know what I mean? Like you don't I even get the know motive though. For. I get the motive though because one of the things there's two things that I want to see before I die. Aliens. I want to know if extraterrestrial life exists, mm-hmm. and I want to have evidence of that, whether it's a microbe or otherwise. I want to have evidence of that before I die. And interstellar travel. Mm-hmm. So I get where I get where the urge is coming from because even as a person that has that desire, it's like. I don't want to save an alien. I just want to know if, if there's one there so I can go, there is life somewhere. We're mm-hmm. not alone in the fucking universe, yep. right? You, you know, know why it won't happen? But this is not going to be achieved by storming Area 51. No, it's just not going to happen. No, they're they're going to achieve nothing. Mm. They're not even going to get that far. They won't get over the right? fence. They won't get no. over the fence. If they do get over the fence, someone will shoot a, ro- a, a, a warning shot up in the air and they'll all run away, mm. right? They'll if be they met do with get through guns. the fence by yep. force... Someone's going to get really hurt, mm. right? I mean really hurt, whether by someone shooting something at them or they get naturally hurt by, you know, falling over stampede. or stampede or whatever it is. Yeah. And then what do you want to what do you want to achieve? How do you think what are you going to look for? You don't even know where you're going. Mm. But you 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 want to know what I want to know before I die? Mm. I want to know what love is. <laughs> want you to show me. I could segue into something sad with that. Yeah. Can we do it? Well, you kind of knew what love was, Daniel. <sighs> and then I lost it. Yep. I lost it, man. Yeah. I lost did. it, man. I lost it. I I had it and I lost it. And you know what? And it this was beautiful. Sh- this goes to show that no one wants to be with me. <laughs> Jesus. Because <laughs> even my cat didn't want to be with me anymore and he fucking snuffed it. He didn't have a choice. It's not exactly one of those things. He, that... he did have a choice. He didn't have he a choice. He did have a choice. He just said, fuck this brick. He actually, you know what? He saw the Titanic. He saw the end was coming and went, I'm not going to the farm. Because <laughs> I, I used to say, I told you, I, I'd set it up with Lucky Lisa, mm. right? That if I snuffed it, he'd go to the farm. Mm. And I always had the dream that what had happened is I'd collapse and they'd find me sprawled out in the kitchen or something, yeah. and he'd be eating my face. Because yeah. I hadn't fed him for a couple of days, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. Which he probably yeah. would. No, that didn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah, he, 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 he died very suddenly. And uh, what happened was... Um, I mean, do, do the guys know who we're talking about? The cat. The Claude. smelly cat. Claude the, the smelly, smelly cat. cat. Claude the, the smelly sweet, cat. sweet, smelly cat he, that is he, Claude. He died, man. Yeah. He was only uh, probably about... A little over eighteen months old, mm. so very young. Yeah, baby, ridiculously young. Yeah, I he would have been two years old in September. Yeah, and so he's been gone. This is why I can talk about it now. He's probably been gone about two months, mm-hmm. and so he died very suddenly. Like I mean, I wo- I woke up really early in the morning, um, and I went downstairs to feed him, and he was his usual fuck fuck knuckle self, right? <laughs> and um, his usual fuck. <laughs> he was a fucking idiot. Especially when he was hungry and he wanted yeah, food. Yeah. But this is where it's really sad is that I'd always wake up, open the bedroom door, mm. and he'd be standing there yeah. waiting for me. Yeah. Even if I went upstairs and had a shower, he'd always be standing there waiting for me, mm. right? And um, I went downstairs and he was following me downstairs like a dog. He always followed me everywhere I went. He followed me yeah. everywhere I went. Yeah. He always followed me yeah. everywhere. And uh, I, I, I got the food. I actually went to... The cupboard and the food wasn't there. And I said, oh, the fridge, sorry. And I, I, I'd used up all of his food. So I said to him, all right, let's go to the cupboard and get some food. And he knew where that was. Yeah. That's how smart he was. Yeah. And he followed me to the cupboard and I opened up the cupboard door and I got food for him. And I started pull, putting the food out onto his plate um, or his dish. And he's 
was woofing it down like you wouldn't believe. So I knew he wasn't sick. Yeah. Right. And I also knew he wasn't sick, um, at least uh, visibly sick, because I went and uh, looked at his kitty litter. I did that every morning mm. to see if he'd been to the litter overnight, and he had. And I scooped. I'd used the poop scoop, got rid of that. So I knew because you know with cats, yeah, if something's really wrong, it's usually they've either not gone to the litter. Or if they've been to the litter, you see something and yeah. there wasn't anything or, there. And they're not eating. Or they're not eating, yeah. right? So he was doing all of that and he was drinking too. Yeah. So I went upstairs and I had a shower. And while I was in the shower, I heard this massive bang out the front of my door, like the, like the front door, the a massive bang. And I was trying to work out what the fuck it was. Because, I, I mean, that's a long way from the front door, my yeah. shower. Long. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell was that? And I worked it out that what it was was that, ironically, it was his food cat delivery. Least cat food delivery, oh. and so I'd ordered that online. Yeah, and what I think had happened was the delivery guy had picked up the bo- like had dropped the boxes. These were big boxes because I'd ordered a lot of food, and I'd put them and he's dropped them and it's gone up against the 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 door frame. Yeah, and what he always used to do, he was like better than the doorbell. He could hear. Um, something coming the front. Yeah, to cats the front always do that door, yeah. and he'd get on the first step of the stairwell there and he looked out through the stained glass Yeah, and he was look. he's obviously looking for what it was and he couldn't see it. And then I think what's happened is he was right by the door when the bang occurred, but because he couldn't see it, he couldn't run away from it. And I think he just got frightened to death. Really. I really do think that. And I Googled a lot of things well after the event Yeah, and I spoke to the vet mm. and what they're basically saying was, was that uh, it's more than likely that he had a, uh, a major congenital heart problem. Yeah. Which, in that when I've done, pretty common. In, yeah. it, again, more Googling, more research and talking to the vet. Yeah. It's actually quite common mm. in that breed. Yeah. Where uh, they hide their symptoms really well. <coughs> Cats don't want to show that they're sick or they yeah. don't even, you can't really tell they're sick at all yeah. because any kind of weakness, they feel they're easy uh, bait for predators. Yeah. So he wasn't sick at all. In fact, I had him I'd taken him to the vet maybe six weeks before that for a vaccination, and the vet had said, "No, he's good. He's 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 probably needs to lose a bit of weight. He's a bit overweight, maybe a kilo overweight, but apart from that, he's fine." But they obviously don't know. Uh, they couldn't tell that he had a heart problem, and it, from more reading, it seems like if he had lived a bit longer, that the heart problem would have reared its ugly head, and it would have been visible. And then he would have. Then you would have seen major symptoms with him. Yeah. And then you would have had him at the vet on major medication to try and fix it. But from what I've read, there's nothing. There's not much they can do. Right. So he died well before his time. Yeah. But he. But he died. Um, probably, definitely suddenly because he hadn't moved near the door. He was right near the door. So when I had my shower and came downstairs. Um, I went as I was going downstairs. I knew something wasn't right. It's weird when you get this weird feeling. Mm. Like it's like. So speaking of weird feelings, you go down. Pants, you yeah. go down the stairs, yeah. and I could feel something wasn't right. It was yeah. just like a weird feeling. And then as I got further down the stairs, I could see that he was lying by the door, and I thought that's really odd because. He never sleeps there. Yeah. And then as I got closer and closer, I went, oh, this is really odd because he always jumps up to see me. And then I was hoping in the back of my mind at that point that at, at like best, he's passed out. Yeah. Which was not a good day for me because I knew I was going to go to the vet. That was what I thought was going to happen. 
And as I got closer and closer, it, and he was not reacting to me coming towards him, I knew something really bad was going on. But I still had it in the back of my mind, he's passed out. Yeah. Something's not right with him. He's, he's passed, passed out, and I'm going to have to pick him up and drive him now to an emergency vet. Yeah. Or the vet when it opens that yeah. I go to, which wasn't far from where I live, um, and because something's not right with him. But then when I got to him and I touched him, then I knew he was dead because he was cold. And he had that limp, like the limp, his body was all limp. And then I knew he was 100% not right or he was, it's still in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, he's passed out Yeah. in my, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah. Right? But then I touched his paw and I squeezed his paw to make his paw, his nails come out. Yeah. And I knew he was at least unconscious. Yeah. But then I knew he was dead when I touched his paw because it was cold, like, Stone cold, yeah, and I never could touch his paws because I couldn't take uh, clip his uh, yeah, claws. toenails, yeah. his claws. Yeah, I had to take him to the vet to get that done. <laughs> That's how crazy he used to yeah. be, right? Yeah, and so then 100%, I knew he was dead when I somehow leaned across to look at his face, and his eyes were wide open and they were like glassy, and yeah. the pupils were dilated, and his tongue was hanging out. And I'm like, oh, fuck, right. And then I'm shaking him and I'm sort of saying his name and I'm shaking him, shaking him and no response. And it's the first time in my life that I've owned a pet that died, mm. that I've had to deal with. Yeah. As kids, we had dogs that died, all that sort of shit. And um, no response, no, nothing there. And I went, fuck, what am I going to do? Fuck, right? And so the the thing that, I, that I'll say about him is, is that he was always, I mean, I remember when I sent, I used to send photos to you and I used to send photos to Lucky Lisa. Um, he was always this kind of majestic looking cat. Like yeah. he, he fucking knew he was pedigree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he knew, yeah. right? He was never dirty. Yeah. He never vomited. He was never covered in shit. A couple of times when he was younger, he had his, <laughs> he had shit on his ass that he didn't realize he had it and he used yeah. to smear it on me. Yeah. But he knew he it was an arrogant little fuck yeah right? yeah and in death he still had that majestic look about him because he wasn't there was no vomit there was no blood there was he hadn't lost his bowel or he's yeah he's a bloody yet so there was no piss or shit and uh it was it was unbelievable and that's why i knew that he like because i jason might have said to me that that day after the fact, well, was he poisoned? Because I'd started letting him out the back a little bit. Yeah. Because he was dr- he was going insane being inside all the all the time. Yeah. But he was a funny cat. He liked to go to a certain point out the back, but not go any further. Yeah. And I only have a small courtyard anyway. Yeah. And he was not a climber, so he would never climb a fence. He didn't know how to. Yeah. He just sort of like lay out in the sun mm. and he'd look around his kingdom yeah. and he'd do like a little boundary patrol every mor- morning and go, okay, everything's where it should be. Yeah. And he'd just stay out there. But when he had his time out there and he was done, he'd, you know, claw the door and want to be let in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that was it for him. The day. He'd be out there maybe half an hour for the day. The rest of the time he was inside. And that was our little routine. And, um, but yeah, I knew he wasn't baited or anything like that because yeah. there was no evidence of it. But it was just so bizarre that one minute he was perfectly fine. And in fact, I remember the last thing I, I kind of said to him was, he always used to follow me everywhere, like I said, but when I was trying to get ready for it, ready to do go out or do something, he was kind of a bit annoying because 
I'd go back upstairs to have a shower and he'd run after me mm. and he'd dive into my bedroom. Yeah. And he did, right? And so what happened was he followed me, went between my legs, went straight underneath the bed. Yeah. Right? And I went, fuck, man, Claude, come on. I don't have time today for this bullshit. I've got shit to do, you know? And he's like, <laughs> whatever he used to do and he used to carry on. I'm like, oh, no, nah, man, like, oh, come on. And I ended up tricking him yeah. into going outside and then he knew, and he was so smart, he knew, and I said, he, st- he stood on top of the stairs, I said, go eat your food, go eat your food. And I pointed down the stairs, go eat your food. Yeah. And he just ran downstairs, and he, I could hear him, he was eating his food again. Yeah. And I went, all right. And then, like I said, I, w- I went and had a shower, heard the bang, and then the next time I saw him, he, was, he wasn't there anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, after the fact, I was very, I've never been more upset about anything. Yeah. And, because um, he... He had been with me through some pretty, you know, sad times. times. Yeah. And I needed him yeah. as my crutch, and I still need him. Yeah. And um, he's gone, man, and, I, and I'm done. I'm never going to get another pet as long as I live. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not even going to get goldfish. I'm never going through that again. That was the most horrific experience yeah. I've ever been through um, with an animal. Yeah. And uh, not never. Not never again. Mm. Uh, I will never own another pet as long as I live. And, um, People, I think, don't realise like how um, good cats are. You know, they have yeah. they have this. They get a bad rap, you know. They get such a bad rap, yeah. and it's and it annoys me so much because, you know, you ask a cat person like I'm I'm generally a cat person. I've always had cats, and like I'm nothing against dogs. Dogs are adorable. Like old mm. Charlie upstairs who just I always howled. prefer dogs, you know. Yeah, but but but, but, but it, where I live, yeah, cats were a lot easier. Like I, I mean, I could be here all day. Yeah. Right, and then I could go back down to my place, and he was cool. Yeah, as long as he had yeah. a, a, some water and a little bit of food. Yeah, the fucker didn't give a shit if yeah. I was home or not. Yeah. After a while, he'd get lonely and he'd be looking for me. Yeah, but other than that, he'd be good. And whenever I got home, mm. he'd always be sitting on that same stair that fucking killed him in the end. Mm. Right, waiting for me, and I'd open the door, and he'd just wait there for me. Right. Yeah, but I know now my, my cat does yeah. the exact same thing because I have the same breed as, yeah. as Claude. And as soon as I get home through the door, she is there. Yeah, she's there, yeah. there waiting, going, like, hey, how's yeah. your day? Like, what have you been up to? Like, And it just, it gets my goat because so many dog lovers are, like, just so anti-cat. Like, yeah. you just say, oh, no, nah, cat's the worst, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, he, they're he was, actually really freaking cool. He was very affectionate to me, but yeah. with a lot of people that he didn't know he was weird yeah like he was very uh flighty he'd run away from them yeah and people used to get frustrated with him because yeah, so many dogs would be like yeah, that as well but people like, wanted because he was so um he was a very good looking cat yeah and 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 i, I mean he'd want to be oh, the money i paid for the fuck but <laughs> but the fact is is that people wanted to naturally go up and patty yeah but he wasn't always keen on that mm. and i used to say to him look just wait until he comes to you, mm. then you will be fine. Yeah. Right? And then after a half an hour of maybe him seeing me with somebody else, they yeah. go, Okay, that person's cool. I'll come I'll come to you. Yeah. Right? I'll come I'll, and he used to come over to them and get as much affection off off um, them as he did with me. Mm. But with me, I mean there'd be so many times I'd be sitting there and he'd just come up and crawl up and and lie on my stomach. Yeah. And then he'd just gently pat my my cheek. Yeah. And I mean, he had a lot of power in those paws. He could have fucking ripped me apart. Yeah. You know, like he was staring up in my eyes. He could have swiped my eyes out, man. Yeah. Like, 
But he had a lot of trust with me and I had a lot of trust with him. Yeah. And he'd just gently do this on my face. Yeah. With his paw, like a little I think, pat. I think people expect, like with cats, they just go, oh, because I love you, you've got to love me back. Well, actually, cats are actually very similar to people. Like, I'm mm. sorry, the first time you meet someone, are you going to go and no. like, be like, hey, how you going? I'm no. going to hug you. Like, you'd be like, you fucking weirdo. That's Get right. off me. Like, don't, right. don't fucking touch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, and, mm. um, but dogs, I, I feel like dogs are this, um, they're just eternal toddlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're forever stuck as three to four year olds yeah. where they're just like, yeah, love me. Like there was a comedian who was like, you know, I don't care for that kind of energy in my house. And I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need you to be like so intense to yeah. me, to my but face you know every sad, day. The sad thing about it all is, is that the day before he died mm. is that we were having a lovely day out there. It was a beautiful day and we were lying. I was lying in the backyard on my little couchy thing. Yeah. And he was having a wonderful time in the garden. He was running in the garden and then he'd run up to me, give me a kiss. Mm. Then he'd run back in the garden and he'd check that where I was, you know. Yeah. And as soon as I got up to go in the house, he'd come into the house with me. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself at that point, you know what? He's become the cat I wanted when I first got him. Yeah. Because he started to get to that real mellow, like he was still an idiot because he was still young. <laughs> yeah. But, but he, he was, was getting, bored. It was, yeah. but he was going, he was getting mellow. Like he'd just like chill out. Yeah. You know, most of the time he'd just be relaxed. Yeah. He, you know, he never once, I can tell you how many times that the niece and nephew would fucking pick him up in the most weird, awkward angles. Yeah. And I'm like, he's going to fuck this kid up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he's going <laughs> to scar this kid for life, literally. Mm. And, and she's going to be frightened of cats forever. But no, he just like lay there like limp and, uh, do whatever you got to do. And yeah, yeah get it out of your And system. then once he had enough, I'd say to the to the niece, he's had enough. Yeah. You know, and he'd walk off and just go go into his little hole thing that I bought for him, his little cane basket thing. Yeah. And that was it. You know, and he got to that point where he was getting old enough and ugly enough to like look after himself most of the time. Mm. He didn't need to be supervised really, and um and when people were around, he was fucking cool. You know, like he was like. Yeah, I remember when I came over and he was ransacking my handbag. Yeah, he oh, he did that with everybody. Yeah, he yeah. Was like, he'd look at me and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going through your shit." Yeah, I'm going yeah, through your shit. Me. Yeah, watch me. Watch yeah. me. <laughs> he was, you know what? He was hyper intelligent. Mm. I've never met an animal as smart as him. He was so fucking smart. Yeah, he knew everything. He knew the routines. Mm. He knew where things were located in the house. Yeah, right. He knew where places he didn't like to go. Yeah, and he knew where I was. Right. So if I let him at the back. He knew where to look through and he knew how far to go. Yep. And I think, you know what? I think uh, it's weird. When I first got him, I think he would have only been maybe... I got him at 12 weeks because the breeder wouldn't let him go until he got to 12 weeks old. He would I probably would have had him for a month, so he was really little. But what happened was he was always a bit of a... He was always pushing the edge mm. and he used like a lot of his lives very early on. <laughs> and he put his head through like the... The, my, the, my, you told me this story. The I remember dining, this. The dining, yes. the dining chairs that I've got at home. Yeah. He put his head through like the slats of the back yeah, of the chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got his head fucking stuck, right? And I mean, serious, right? And so at first I thought, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. But then he re- was reversing, and as he was reversing, he was like scuffing up the fabric and i'm like oh this is great yeah but then it became more from a joke to being like serious when he was choking to death he was choking right and i'm like fuck and he couldn't figure out what to do because what he had to do was the slats were kind of like 
wide at the top but narrow yeah, in the bottom. Lift up his head but more. he couldn't lift up high enough. Yeah. And so I had to come and get him and lift him up and so he could get his head back through. <laughs> and that was one time when I thought, fuck, I think he might be in real trouble, right? Because he went in the shock. Mm. And he walked off and he looked over his shoulder at me and I went, Are you all right? Claude, are you okay? And he wouldn't do shit and he went into like his little when he was a kitten, he had like a little hole, like yeah, a little, little cubic little wicked basket, basket thing. thing. He went into that and didn't move for like a day. <gasps> and I went, Something's not right with him. Yeah. Like he's really panicking. Yeah. And I have to admit, when I look back at things, hindsight's a wonderful thing. There were definite signs he had I'd say a pretty big problem with his health. Yeah. Because he'd get this uh syndrome of being scared of loud noises yeah so there was a real last last summer we had so back january december last year he had um we had a really loud thunderstorm and the light there was a lightning strike quite close to where i live like where you get like the lightning and then the clap yeah like yeah, a, yeah, yeah like that sort yeah. of noise and he got so frightened he wet himself and wet inside the house and he never did never did that yeah. right yeah i have to say even though I yelled at him for missing the kitty litter because his ass was too fat, <laughs> he actually did get in the kitty litter. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But this is one time he didn't make it to the litter. He got so frightened, mm. he lost his bladder and he ran in the house. Yeah. And I went, fuck, okay. And ever since then, any loud noise, he got really scared. And when I had the shower king renovating the bathroom, when I had that big shower leak, I had to hold him. Because he was losing his mind, the noise where they were drilling yeah, the tiles yeah. off the wall and all that sort of stuff and making those noises. And so what I think probably happened was was that he um, he heard a really loud noise and because I wasn't there, yeah. he panicked. Yeah. And he obviously had a serious heart problem and yeah. he went Aww. killed over. And I, and I remember I rang the vet and said, look, this has happened, take him off your records. Because they always had records that they'd send out saying, oh, you can, you know, put him in for his vaccinations, put him in for this, put him yeah, in for that. Yeah, yeah. I said, you might as well take him off because he's, he's, he's died. And they're like, how'd that happen? And I had a conversation with them and they said, yeah, it sounds like he had something really wrong with him. Um, but that's also happened to a number of uh, our, our staff's vets here. Yeah. Like the, the people that work in that vet center, yeah, yeah. a lot of their cats have just poof gone. Like one yeah. minute they're fine. Next minute they're fucked. They're dead. And I did some Googling on it, and it's more common than you actually think. Yeah. And so, you know, I donated all of the cat food to, to the vet, and um, that's it. You know, that's, I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done. The vet said, oh, do you want to think about this? Do you want to think about getting a rescue? No, I don't, I don't fucking want it. Because yeah. that experience that I had when I went to the breeder, and, mm. the, and the breeder was a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Me and Lucky Lisa went, because Lucky Lisa's a crazy cat person yeah. as well. And she wanted so desperately for me to come and pick up the cat with me. Yeah. And we bought all these toys at a fucking pet barn. Yeah. And I'm like, kill me, right? But she was buying fucking little pet fishies and yeah, yeah, all yeah. this shit for him. Yeah. And so, you know, we went to the breeder and we, we, we basically picked him up and... I, you know that experience in itself is what I wanted, and yeah. I'll, ne I'll never get that again. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going through it again. You know, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Yeah. And so when I buried him, I buried him with all of his toys. Oh. You know, I, you know, and I, that dad came over, and as I told you in the car coming yeah. up here, unfortunately, dad's had mum and dad have had many dogs that have died, and they've buried many fucking pets. Yeah. And dad said, you can't just bury him like this. You got to bury him deep. You know, yeah. like the the rats will get him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck. 
And then he said, well, let me wrap him up in a blanket, which we did. And then he said, oh, you know, is there anything you want to bury him with? And I said, oh, all, all, all of his toys. I buried him with all of his toys, you know? Like, and that's it. Done. I'm fucking done. But I can't, I still don't have the heart to either put out on the council strip or give to somebody mm. his favorite things that he had, like his little wicker basket hole thing he used to sleep in. Yeah. We scratching post. Yeah. Um, I got rid of his little cardboard bed he used to sleep on, which was a scratching post as well. But I, yeah. ch- I just chucked that. That was ruined. But yeah. these major things things that i bought at yeah. the pet barn with lucky lisa on that day when i first picked him up yeah i haven't got the heart to throw them out well but if you if you want to uh donate them so his uh little memory lives on do you want them um misha, misha i'll give can... them to you now i'll give them to you when on, yeah. on, on the way home yeah, yeah I, I will because i'm done i'm fucking done yeah i don't to me you know what i look at the bigger picture yeah there's a reason for it there's a fucking reason for it i'm telling you now there's a fucking reason for it he's probably said you're fucking done, mate. You're fucking... I'm, I'm getting teary. You're fucking done. That's it. No more. No more cats. I'm fucking done. Oh. I'm done. Oh. I'm not doing Rest it again. Rest in peace. Rest I'm in peace, done. sweet Claude. He was a good cat. I, I was fortunate enough to meet... No more. ...little fluffy Claude when he ransacked my uh, handbag. handbag and he tried to eat my keys... Um, and I saw him I'll tell you a story. pawing the little lip gloss yeah, as well. I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. One, yeah. of my, one of my mates came over one day mm. and he left his keys on the coffee table. He came up, picked them up and scooped them in his mouth and ran off with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was like. Yeah. He's a he, cheeky little no, he was bugger. A cheeky, he was a funny... But you know what? He did it because yeah. he knew you'd either get attention off him yep. right, or yep. he could sense that you were leaving. Yeah. So whenever I left the house, he yeah. associated keys with leaving. Yeah. That's how smart he was. Yeah. Because I used to pick my keys up and sit on my stairs to put my shoes on. Yeah. And he used to come up yeah. and he'd lie next to me is it, and pour me going, please don't leave, please don't leave. Yeah. And he knew keys were a sign that you're going. Mm. That's how smart he was. Yeah. So whenever he saw keys... Whether it was my key, someone else's key, he's like, no, you're not leaving. I do mean that breed, like uh, the breed of cat that we have is British short hair. British short hair, yeah. And, Cheshire cat. And uh, yeah, the Cheshire cat um, from Alice in Wonderland. And they are very, very good cats. Yeah, they I are. mean, they have but a they've got... wonderful temperament. Yeah. They're, and But they've got the, it's not just that they're all plastic, know... they've got the cheekiness yeah, in them. But you know, they are also highly aggressive. On the breed scale, because I, I did the research, if they feel that they're being threatened or your their uh, owners are being threatened or their house is threatened in any any way, yeah, they're hyper aggressive. Really? Yeah, I've read that. Wow. Like, I mean, really, they they will fight big fucking time. And I don't know if you've ever YouTubed angry British short hairs. No, they're they're, they're intimidating because really? they're a big breed. They're big. They're a big, big cat, stocky right? cat. Yeah, they're a big stocky cat. And when they're really and rolled they up, they pack a punch. Oh shit, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. When he used to lie on my stomach and he used to pull me like this, yeah. I'm thinking, man, he can do me some serious damage, but he's choosing not to. Yeah. He knows how to touch me gently. Yeah. That's how smart he was. Yeah. And I've never seen a cat do that. Yeah. And that's why I'll never get another one again because that will never happen again. I'll never fucking get another cat ever again mm-hmm. that's like him. Never. I'm fucking done. And I've got to wrap this podcast up because I'm getting fucking emotional. All right. Have you got anything Look, else to say about cats? No, other than they're just fucking amazing animals. And if you haven't, you know, genuinely given the little bastards a try, 
just understand dogs are like three to four year olds for their whole life. Cats are you kind of like cat cats are kind yeah. of like sullen teenagers. Yep. You can leave them alone for like you I know leave him. extended periods I of could time. Leave him. I could tell you now. I, there were there were points when I was saying to him, "I'll come up and do a podcast and stay overnight." Yeah, as long as I have the auto feeder on, he's fine. Yeah, mm. that's how smart the little prick was. They can know. I tell you how smart he was? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll leave you with a couple of fucking classic Claude stories. Yeah, right. He knew the sound of the auto feeder. Yeah, so fucking well. That the auto feeder would make a clunk noise when it first rotated the turntable yeah. where the the the, the, the uh, cat food was, he'd he'd fucking jump up wherever he was and run straight to the kitchen where the auto feeder was. Yeah. Well, one day I didn't realize that I'd would filled the auto feeder up. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was it was on because I couldn't work out it wasn't a very good auto auto feeder. If you want it, you can have it. Mm-hmm. You can time you can time when you want it to go, but it's like increments of eight twelve hours. But I'd always fuck it up. Yeah. Well, anyway, I couldn't work out. One day, I woke up and the auto feed is empty. And I thought, you know me with my memory. I fucking, I filled that up. Yeah. The little pricks eating the auto feeder plus what I gave him in one day. <gasps> right? And he used to stand on the auto feeder and meow and go, demand more food. He was the <laughs> biggest glutton. He was an absolute, he was a fucking beast. Wow. He ate so much food and he yeah. wanted more food. Right, fat, yeah. fuck. You know, yeah. the other one was I used to go to a go to the toilet. Yeah, you know my place in the laundry. There's a toilet yeah, near yeah. the laundry. Yeah. Well, sometimes I think, fuck it, I'll just leave the door open. It's just me, and I yeah. will do an open door urination. Yeah. Right. Well, if I if if I thought he was asleep, one little noise he'd wake up and follow me into the toilet, and see what was going on. So he used to walk in and see what was going on, and you walk underneath my legs, underneath the stream of the piss. Oh but one God. day he jumped up on the toilet to have a look, and I pissed on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. I'm getting All emotional. Right. That was a good I, one. That was a good one. Thank you, Sassy Sahini, for being here and going down memory lane. I, I did get I did get emotional. I can't. I, I mean, I, I, I can't talk about cats, man. I, and it, you know what? I can't even see The Lion King, the new one. Yeah. Because every time I look at lions... I get, I get, fu- I just, it's a fucking cat, man. Yeah. And I, I love that cat more than anything else. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'll never, ever, ever get a pet as long as I live. I will never get a pet. Never, never. I'm fucking done. I don't care what anyone says. I'm fucking done. Yeah. No, never. Done. I and like. I didn't even, I didn't even say on the podcast what the real fucking story happened, where the, where the other thing, the voodoo came into it. Oh, yeah. The juju. The juju. Maybe for another, another time. For, I can't That's even, an- it's another, another bit time. of juju. It's another time. <sighs> All right. That was tough. We did warn people it would be an emotional podcast. That's, that was tough. I can't do you this know, anymore. Yeah. It's tough losing a friend. Thank you. Give me those M&Ms. I'll do ASMR. Again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Should have turned the mic up so I was real ASMR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking horrific. Leave it. Thank you, Stacey Zerini, for being part of the show. You're so welcome. Thank you, Jason Relaxation, for being a part of the show. Don't go and changing. Thank you, M&M's, for being a part of the show. Thank you, M&M's, for not sponsoring this bullshit podcast. <laughs> Thank, you for, Thank you for the two people that are listening. Thank you, Mum, for letting you use your basement. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Is it, I'm sorry I ran it about cats. <laughs> I, but I miss my little boy <laughs> A beautiful little animal that died gracefully 
Man, I ain't had any from about 18 months. It's a rabbit hole. I can't get out of it. Something I need to improve in my fucking bullshit life. And now I haven't even got a cat. They're not going to help me improve. He's going to help me piss straight. He used to be my guide. If I didn't piss on his head, I was pissing in the toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Claudie. Is it back up to normal? Yep. Because I feel unnatural whispering. Like mm. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. And you know what, you little smashed avocado-eating ingrates that don't like cats, you know what you can do? You can wait till next week when we'll talk about more <laughs> retritum and more bullshit. <laughs> but until then, you're a little monkey! Huh? <laughs>